What's up, Brewskies? <clears throat> My name is Marco Dupa. With me, as always, the great and the powerful Adam Obesius Rodriguez. What up, y'all? Tonight's brew is from Ravenous Pig Brew. See, they are a brewing company. They are Ravenous a brewing, brewing company. Co yeah. I think brewing company rolls off the tongue better than brewery or brew pub or anything else. You call yourself a brewing company. I don't know if there is a, I don't know if that's like a, uh, a stylistic thing, if that's like a logistical like a, thing. A true differentiation between. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. But I think brewing company sounds better than um, anything else, honestly. Better than brewing? Just brewing? I like brewing company. I like a brew brewing company. Okay. Yeah. Strong. I like it. Yeah. Comes off, it rolls off the tongue, like you were saying. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I can roll with that. Because yeah. it, it makes me think of like a, a, a company that's like 200 years old that's sure. still going. And then they've like, like a, like if you said Levi's or the Levi Strauss denim company. Right. You know, it's like, it's like the a full. A, a, a candy shop versus a candy store. Yeah. 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 There's some, I don't know. With two P's and an E. Shop. Yeah. You know? yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. This is their Swinetoberfest <laughs> <laughs> from Ravenous Pig Brewing Company. The Swinetoberfest. Their mm -hmm. Marzen, their Oktoberfest beer. Tis the season and all that jazz. So, you know, probably for the next couple of episodes, you're going to get more Oktoberfest, mm -hmm. some more pumpkin stuff, and then some high ABV Strong stuff. boys, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So get ready for that. What's on tap for tonight? It was... Uh, a good week of a lot of trailers mm -hmm. and so what are we gonna do trailer trash <laughs> big old trailer trash yeah and oops all trailer trash yeah. so uh what do we got all quiet on the western front uh-huh the remake of the remake uh-huh uh we have uh glass onion yeah 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 the new Ryan Johnson pick, mm -hmm. and uh, we also have what, what's the third one? What's the third one? Well, we're doing Secret Invasion. Secret Invasion, mm -hmm. right? Right. I keep wanting to say Secret Wars because should be Secret Wars. That's the full comic series, right? Yeah. Uh, and then, which is a TV show, and then we also have a video game. Video game because we have to talk about video games. Video games. Uh, for God of War, God of Ragnarok. War. That's it. All right. That's all we got. Well, then let's just get right into this motherfucker. This is episode 369 of the One Beer In Podcast. Swiney. Oh yeah. Oh, that's nice. Automatically, I mean that's 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 an Oktoberfest. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, this is the One Beer In podcast, the podcast where two brews crack open a brew and see where that one brew takes us. Uh, I said it once and I'll say it again. I'm Marco Dupa and that's Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Mm -hmm. And uh, Obi, could you tell us a little bit more about what we're drinking tonight? Uh, well, as you so eloquently said, we have from the Ravenous Pig Brewing Company out of Winter Park, Florida, mm. the Swinetoberfest Marzen. It is one pint. It is 5.6% ABV. Uh, the bottom says multi Marzen style lager. And on the side, we have a, a cool graphic. It says born and brewed in the Sunshine State, 5.6% ABV. Come visit us. We'd love to see you located 565 West Fairbanks Avenue, Winter Park, Florida, 32789. Drink soon for maximum freshness. This end up, keep cold. Nice. I don't know if you can get more local than this episode okay ravenous pig 
We're drinking out of sideward glasses. <laughs> right. I'm rocking the uh, red and black lumberjack commission shirt. Yeah, very nice. Very uh, nice. Still haven't been. Ah, uh, yeah. I, I don't know what I don't know what's <laughs> happening at this point. We need to just make a make a thing of it. We hit Bruno, then we'll hit commission. I would I would love to. Let's do that. Okay. All right. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Ah, man, I All love right. the season. Mm-hmm. So without further ado, let's get into it. This is going to be a very special episode of Trailer Trash. Trailer Trash. Start off. Let's start off with Glass Onion. Or which which one are we going to start off with? Yeah. Glass Onion. Let's start with Glass Onion. Well, let's do it then. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, uh, what can we say other than... There's a lot of people in this movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that's where we have to start. Yeah. Um, the Glass Onion is a, uh, I mean, I wouldn't say a sequel to Knives Out, but another story within the world of Knives Out. Um, I guess it'd be like, it's an anthology series now, so it's yeah. just another story. But also with the through line of uh, Benoit Blanc, Daniel Craig's Falkhorn, character. Leghorn. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sis, oh, sis. Oh, sis, oh, sis. Um, yeah, so he has another mystery to solve, and it seems like that's going to be kind of going to be the uh, the through line for continued series and yeah. movies and such. So just a fun whodunit kind of thing, like a like a like old. Um, I was gonna say uh, I was gonna say Shakespeare, old <laughs> old Sherlock Holmes stuff, where they weren't sure. It wasn't a narrative so much as it was just a bunch of stories thrown together yeah. there was a through narrative there mm-hmm. was like a uh you know moriarty yeah always lurking in the shadows always but most yeah. of it was just him solving different crimes mysteries mysteries yeah and things yeah so it seems like kind of a almost throwback to some of those things yeah um i mean yeah huge cast uh let me count the ways daniel craig jessica henwick ethan Hawke as a mystery character uh, he's not even in the he's trailer. He's not in the trailer. There's yeah. a there's a question mark by his name on Google. Uh, he's the murderer. Ooh, <laughs> could be. That's know. just that's what, how he's credited. <laughs> yeah, the, the murderer. murderer. <laughs> uh, Kate Hudson, Catherine Hahn, Edward Norton, Janelle Monae, Dave Bautista, and Leslie Odom Jr. Um, very cool. Yeah, very good cast. Huge, huge, huge. Oh, and Madeline Klein forgot to mention her as well um yeah i mean it's already getting we're we're in the the weird season where there's a bunch of film festivals going on yeah kind of back to back to back uh to back to back to back to back and this one's getting uh, a lot of praise Mm -hmm. some people saying it's actually better than the original which is a feat because i loved the original yeah i think we i think we heaved high praise yeah on knives out on this podcast put respect on ryan johnson's name goddamn right yeah um so as far as the trailer goes what do you think i mean i once they announced that they were going to do a sequel i was like i'm i'm all for it because that yeah. movie it's just so good and yeah excuse me it lends itself to this kind of storytelling yeah you know so and and ryan johnson is just so good at this kind of stuff mm-hmm you know, and I, 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 for one, <laughs> am think that he deserves another crack at Star Wars. I do. Yeah, yeah. I do. I think he, I, I, there are, there are redeeming qualities to Last Jedi. I don't, still don't think it's a good movie. Yeah. I, uh, it's very visually pleasing. Very much so. Yeah. And I, I like, I think he was trying to do some interesting stuff with it. I don't think uh, I don't think he was given the opportunity yeah. to re- fully realize some of his ideas. Sure. Well, well let's be clear. Uh, he was stuck in a no-win situation. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. I think as we the further away we get from it, the more clear that is. Yeah. Especially considering JJ came back and like made a paint by the numbers sequel to end the trilogy. Dude, I would be if I was Ryan Johnson. I'd be so pissed at JJ. But like you came in and you basically just shit on every idea that I had yeah. just so that you could please the fucking shareholders sure, sure. and shit. Yeah. Fuck you, man. 
Yeah. And We're just supposed a, to be artists. Erase, erase what was starting there. Yeah, you um, came in, and like we're, we, you know, we're supposed to be on the same level of like, like it's us against them. Yeah, and you just, you just, I was disappointed in JJ. Yeah, and and you know what? I I think looking back, it would have been smart if they would have just stuck with one director the entire time. Yeah, I I think the we're getting on a tangent here. Yeah, which we do. Well, fuck it. I mean, yeah, yeah. So, I think the the main lesson to learn from the most recent trilogy is that you need consistency. Yeah, you, you have to have that story planned out and have an idea to 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 tell this story from beginning to end. Yeah, and not just <clears throat> haphazardly be like, okay, well, this is where this one ended, so let's write this together to make this make sense and forget about that thread and let's just jump into this other thing instead yeah i think i think you do you either you either let one director tell his story for the trilogy or you do what they did in real life or in real life in the original trilogy <laughs> that was fake <laughs> that was that was the last trilogy <laughs> never happened you do what they do with the original trilogy which was have three different directors for three movies mm-hmm. right so jj has his vision yeah, but they had Lucas to like. Yeah, he was there to know. kind of hold the thing together. Yeah, and maybe you keep JJ on to hold the thing together, but sure. don't have him direct all three movies. You yeah. can't have him direct the first one, peace out for the second one, then come back in and then reassert himself into the third right, one. That's right. crazy. I can't believe. Anyway, what I was saying was, <laughs> yeah, that's an insane thing to do. Palpatine's like, back, like you were saying. The more, the further away we get from it, the clearer the image yeah. is, and it is insane that they thought it was a good idea to have him just come back sure. and and do the third one after like, like Palpatine himself yeah <laughs> we don't know how it happened <laughs> we can't explain it and we're not going to take any time in this movie to try they fly He's now back they fly now that's <laughs> <laughs> so bad that's it's so bad yeah. it's so bad yeah yeah it's bad it's bad so Ryan Johnson uh you know, again, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sit here and. There's no revisionist history going on. The Last Jedi is not a good movie. No, but no. Ryan Johnson is still a very good director. Sure, and uh, love Brick. Brick's a good movie Brick's too. Fantastic. Yeah, Looper's great. I can't Looper's think of great, a bad yeah. Ryan Johnson movie except for The Last <laughs> Jedi. Yeah. So to answer your question, as far as this trailer looks, I have the utmost confidence in Ryan Johnson. So. I think this trailer looks amazing, but even if it looked terrible, I would still, I'd still be Trust. watching this. Yeah, because I just, I mean, he he's just so good yeah. at, at this. Yeah, yeah, he's very good at very good at the crime mystery stuff. Yeah, I think that's a sweet spot. Uh, yeah, I gotta agree with you. I think it looks stylistically pleasing. It looks like the ensemble cast is uh, firing all <laughs> cylinders. Um. I'm excited, and it's a Netflix movie, so you know it's right there for right you. Right there, yep. Uh, I know we talk shit about Netflix original movies, but this seems to be like it's gonna be a, a hit. So yeah, you know. Well, I mean, praise to where it deserves. Inshallah, hopefully, this movie's good. Yeah, I remembered why I even brought up Star Wars in the first place. It's because he is rumored to still have his. Star Wars movies. Mm-hmm. And if they let him just make a movie in the Star Wars sure. universe and not an Anakin or not a Skywalker saga yeah, yeah. story. Unshackled from the trilogy uh, itself. I think he can make a really, really good sure. Star Wars movie. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm for that. Yeah. You know. Take another crack. Why not? Yeah. I mean, you're telling me that like. A, a, a movie like a movie like a like Brick couldn't be told in the Star Wars universe. Sure. All kinds of crazy shit happens. Yeah. You telling me the guy who came up with Looper <laughs> couldn't fucking come up with uh something good to do in the in the Star Wars universe? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. What are we talking about? Yeah. You know? I don't know what we're talking about. Not this trailer anymore. No. Moving on. Not trash. <laughs> Not trash. Yeah. Not trash. <laughs> Not trash. No. Uh, next up on the docket, we have another Netflix movie. Might as well transition uh, straight into All Quiet on the Western Front. 
which is a very different looking movie <laughs> from <laughs> yeah. Glass Onion. Very much so. Um, yeah, this is, if you're not familiar, based off of a book, based off of a, no, based off of a movie, based off of another movie, based off of a book. Um, There's already two other All yeah, Quiet yeah. on the Western Front? I think, I think the originals made like in the early 19-teens. Like, soon after the war, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> For real? I think so. Let me look that up. Shit. Let me make sure I'm not talking shit. Uh, original. Shit. Okay. Not quite there. 1930, it was made. The original. Yeah. That's old Hollywood shit. It, it, that could be 1900 or 1945 <laughs> sure. until they it started making... It all blends making, together. Yeah, 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 yeah. Soon enough after the so 1930, the war. yeah, then between the world wars, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then that's cr- that's kind of crazy to yeah. think about. They just they just made a movie about the world war, and then another one and, happened, and no one learned. No, <laughs> no one learned the story or the lesson from All Quiet in the Western Front. <laughs> no, um, they got tips from it. Yeah, apparently. And then uh, the second remake was when, uh, seventy nine, or I guess the first remake, seventy nine. Was the How have I not seen remake. this movie? I mean, I remember seeing the original. I don't know if I've seen this the remake in the seventies. Um, I always just thought that was just a turn of phrase. I never even. You, you didn't have to read the book. <laughs> <laughs> I had to read the book. No, I was forced no, to read dude. the book in high school. Yeah. Yep. Who the fuck are all these people? I don't know. I know uh, that guy. Oh yeah, Ernest Borgnine. Borgnine. I don't think it's Borgnine. It is. It's Borgnine. Donald Pleasance. Oh, it was a TV movie. Paul Mark Elliott. That's why. Yeah. So. Uh, I, okay. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Before we go anywhere, we need to figure out how to say that guy's last name. It's Borgnine. I, it's not Borgnine. I, I is swear. it Borgnine, it's really? It's Borgnine, yeah. It's definitely Borgnine. Here, I'll look it up for you. How do you pronounce? I need to know this. Borgnine. Yeah, there you go. Are you ready? Yeah. They have, they have to get an add in. They do. Borgnine. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> He's going to say it three Ernest more times. Borgnine. <laughs> you idiot. He's definitely saying it. Like, you actually look this <sighs> up. Ernest <It's> Borgnine. Borgnine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sorry. I apologize. Okay. To you and to whoever. I was going to say, don't that. apologize to me. <laughs> apologize to the uh, pronouncename.com. <laughs> Same people who make them watch JoJo. Yeah. <laughs> or Mojo. Watch Mojo. Mojo. Watch, Watch Mojo. Mojo Jojo. Watch Jojo. Watch Jojo Rabbit. All right. Uh, yes. Yeah, so anyway, there's a there's a new remake that's also produced by Netflix and coming straight to Netflix and certain theaters as well. Um, Ernest Borgnine. <laughs> get over it. <laughs> get over it. Um, this one is uh, uh, actually a foreign film. It's a German, mostly German speaking cast, which makes sense given the story um actually has daniel Bruhl in it which i didn't realize Ooh. so daniel Bruhl, who you've seen in marvel stuff um but yeah i mean looks like a young cast of german folk um <sighs> young bunch of german handsome german whippersnappers yeah for daniel Bruhl, he's kind of older but whatever i thought you were calling him ugly i was like no no a handsome, he's a handsome guy yeah he's a good looking dude uh, uh okay so anyway um, what got my attention for this movie, other than you know knowing the source material and uh, liking war movies, is that I saw early uh, reviews of it on Twitter, which you know, mm. take take them or leave them. Mm. Uh, healthy pinch of salt. Mm-hmm. Um, but most of the buzz I've seen has been like gushing about how good this movie is, like people comparing it to uh, Private Ryan. Mm. And like saying it's like that visceral and that like sort of brutal of a take that it should be <clears> given <throat> the source material, which this is uh, one of the first like major anti-war told from the perspective of someone who's been through it stories. Mm. So like stripping away the um, 
the sort of uh, fantasy of war mm. and the the <clears throat> the kind of honor and and prestige and all these things that especially young people who are recruited to fight these wars uh, are often given as propaganda to make it seem like a cool thing to do. Uh, it, it strips all that away and tells a brutal story and and one of young people getting taken advantage of, basically. So that should be fun. Yeah. Should be nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, Not I mean. a mood killer at all. As far as the trailer goes, what do you think? Okay. Before I answer that, I would like to ask you a question okay. about that. Excuse me. Do you think it's even possible to make a movie like this that doesn't, that isn't some, in some way, propaganda? And what I mean is, like, if you show the violence and you show, like, wartime efforts, I mean, unless. there's no way to I well I, I'm not really trying to lead the witness here just like do you think there's a way to make a movie that shows this like illicit violence that doesn't also kind of hinge on this has to look good this has to look I cool is not the right word sure. but it, exciting it, it's uh, inherently built for entertainment right yeah and so you're uh, you're going along very famous lines. <laughs> uh, Francois Truffaut, I was looking up the quote itself because it sparked my memory, said, there's no such thing as an anti-war film. And by that, he's getting to exactly your point, which is inherently the the making of a movie of war. And you can apply this to video games and books and other media really that are made for entertainment purposes Mm. i mean you can make a a history book obviously that's fact-based and you know not glorifying these things and speaking of them matter of factly but um i mean anything anything made for entertainment purposes in his opinion cannot cannot truly be anti-war yeah you know because it, it inherently even if it's showing it in its most uh, heartbreaking and brutal and bloody and disgusting and 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 dehumanizing ways that work is it's still on your TV and you're watching it with popcorn and and like going oh my god this yeah. is crazy you know or yeah. or like admiring the uh, the sets and uh, the makeup and the actors and all this so. You know, I don't. I, I I tend to agree with that perspective. I I don't think there is truly a way. I, I mean, I, someone who's been fortunate enough to not ever have to fight in war, um, uh, from what I understand from veterans, is that there's really no way to truly depict what war is like unless you're there and you've been there. And 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 that being said, to try to is is, I mean kind of flies in the face of trying to make something that is anti-war because it again it, it, it all boils down to entertainment you're not going to watch it if it is truly true to that level of desperation and death and you know, just awfulness that is war and there's no way to truly capture that i don't think well i mean there is but it would be nc-17 There'd be but no even, way to actually make it. But again, even that, un, un, until like, <laughs> until you can like, be in like a, a simulator of that happening, and even then, there there's the knowledge that you are safe and you're not going to get killed. Yeah. And your best friend's not going to get killed. And you know, like, those things inherently make it untrue in your heart and mm. mind. You right. Know? Right. 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 So there's no way to truly depict war as it is. Is what I'm trying to say. Does so? Do you think that basically there's a layer of artifice whenever a thing is made for consumption? That no matter what the subject matter is, if it's made for entertainment purposes, there's just no way to get beyond that level, right? So, like with a a document or like one of these crime documentaries mm-hmm. or like these murder document, like the one about um fucking uh Dahmer 
No, but I mean, I guess you could place him in here if I can't remember this guy's name. The guy in L.A. who would be jumping through people's windows and murdering people and shit in the oh. 80s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the uh, oh, what's his name? Night Stalker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, doesn't matter what his name is. Fuck him. But I watched I watched that one on Netflix, and it was. I mean, I'd known known the story, but watching it, it was like fucking. I mean, it was horrific. Oh, of course, yeah. And it was. But it was also like really entertaining and like mm. in that like that's kind of fucked up. Yeah. And well, you're you're like a voyeur, and it feels like you're. You're almost being inappropriate in listening to these people's stories. Yeah. Uh, especially like survivors and stuff. Yeah. That, you know, they're sitting here like still uh, disturbed by their experiences and, and uh, near deaths uh, at the hands of a killer. Yeah. Because who needs to actually hear those stories? You know what I mean? Like, there's no way to know the, the person sitting next to you if they're capable of that level of 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 violence and mm. that level of of hor- horrifying actions yeah. so you're making this thing and it's like you can't you can't justify it by saying like hey maybe it'll educate the next person or maybe it'll stop the next yeah. it's like i will never do anything <laughs> like that yeah you i don't know about you but there's people out there that's like <clears throat> just you wait huh just you wait <laughs> so it's like I'm watching it, and it's not—it's not teaching me anything that I need to know. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like it's not a—it's not a lesson about like, hey. I mean, the only thing it teaches you is like keep your windows and doors locked. Sure. Yeah. And keep that thing on you just in case somebody tries to run up on you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I there's been a lot of um, a a lot of backlash against true crime in recent years uh, after the pop of true crime obviously yeah i mean even even like um uh oh what are they called again the uh the uh stay sexy no get murdered what the fuck did you just say the the podcast the, the, with, the with the two women oh uh um oh shit now i can't i used to listen it. to it all the time yeah me too I, I'm sorry, everyone. I know you're screaming right now. Yeah. Fuck. What is that podcast called? Georgia Hardstark and Karen Kilgariff. My favorite murder. My favorite favorite murder. My favorite murder. All right. Yeah. I mean, even even on the surface, like the name of that podcast is really fucked up. Sure. My favorite murder. They've gotten a lot of backlash uh, that I've seen in the past couple of years or so. Yeah. Um, and it's basically from people saying you're exploiting like the worst experiences in these survivors lives and, and, and the families that, uh, are still around and, and like, it's really disrespectable, uh, disrespectful, disrespectable, disrespectable. <laughs> uh, the beer's working. Yeah. Um, it's really disrespectful and it crosses a line to like make light and joke about and, um, make entertainment of these people's tragic stories yeah um they're not wrong sure yeah no and and i mean especially coming from like a victim saying hey this isn't right you can't tell them it's not not right you know like can't be like well i mean my downloads would prove otherwise (laughs) people like this so sorry yeah Um, no it's it, it is fucked up it is fucked up to to and it is exploitive. But can you imagine doing that pod for like five years and then and then when they finally like blow up and then doing it for another like two or three years and like everyone's everyone loves it. And then out of nowhere, people are like, you know what? Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on a second. What if, I mean, they've made yeah. they've gone to festivals. They got merchandise. Oh, sure. well, yeah. They're both millionaires yeah, off yeah. of it. They've you know what I mean? Yeah, they, yeah. They've done this. It's this huge, changed their lives. Huge. Yeah. Yeah. For huge. Then, huge. And then just to turn around and now people on Twitter are like, you know what? <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> now that we've thought more about this yeah. i have problems I, I i do think they've been more careful in recent years from what i understand the um, kind of terminology that yeah they yeah use. yeah and just being careful not to like obviously joke about the crime itself and being respect more respectable respectable uh of the people involved um 
So, you know, I, I think it was a, a lesson learned and they're, they're moving on the correct way. But I will say the reason I, I brought that up in particular was I think, I think there's a net positive uh, to something like My Favorite Murder, which is a lot of women, especially, I mean, just people in general, too, uh, realize it is more important to be safe than it is to be polite. Hmm. Which is the entire stay sexy, don't get murdered thing. Ah. Fuck politeness. That's like their entire thing. Okay. Now it's, that makes sense. It, 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 it's, it's, uh, you know, it's your prerogative whether you are kind to somebody or not. And if somebody's giving you the creeps or you just don't know somebody well enough, you don't got to be nice to them. Yeah. You know, I think that's, that is a good lesson to learn. Because a yeah. lot of people have gotten in trouble because they try to help somebody out or didn't feel right, you know, <laughs> just ignoring someone yeah. that they didn't know, you know, because they, they're kind people and they're polite and they want to be nice to everyone. And sometimes you shouldn't be because predators look for prey. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, I think that that is important when it comes to true crime. When it comes to war, uh, I'm not saying that something like all quiet in the western front or you know the omaha beach scene from saving private ryan doesn't have a an overall good effect that it's intending to which is to say hey war isn't glamorous and it it it's death yeah <laughs> on a massive scale um <clears throat> but it's still entertainment at the end of the day yeah you know yeah so it can be both things at once I think video games have a long way to go before they get to that place. Yeah. Because inherently they're supposed to be fun and engaging in a way that movies don't even have to be. Yeah. Um, and even less so books. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I, I feel like, you know, this movie is its goal is, is seeking out, I think, primarily to be true to its source material, which is in, which is incredibly anti-war. Mm. And as long as it sticks to that, I think it does it justice we'll see mm. everything i've heard so far says that it does and i mean the trailer itself just based on that little bit of <laughs> movie that we saw it looks like it does it looks very brutal it looks mm. very dark mm -hmm. and uh uh i mean i can't wait to see it which yeah. <laughs> proves the point <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yep because mm -hmm. uh neither can i mm -hmm. and obviously the gold standard of of movies like that is saving private ryan and it, I mean, it really, really kind of reminded me of it. Really yeah. kind of looked like, oh, okay, we're going to that level. Yeah. So I was like, you gotta have everything look gray, mm -hmm. and somebody throw up. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Somebody's gonna lose a limb. Of course, yeah. Yeah. D their body's gonna blow up, and you're gonna see a leg fly. Yeah. And you're gonna go, that's awesome. And that's how you know this shit is the real deal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I honestly, man, when I watched that trailer. It made me. It made me think about like when I the, when I watched the first time I saw Saving Private Ryan. That movie came out what like ninety seven, ninety eight. I think it was before that. Are you sure? No, no, no. It it was. It was. It was ninety eight, right? Yeah, ninety eight. Th yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. Ninety eight. Ninety eight. So, um, I'm eight years old. Yeah, it's ninety eight. I'm eight years old, and that movie comes out. Um, I don't see it in theaters, but I definitely. <laughs> when I was a kid, my I don't know what it was. There had to have been like some kind of like really good deal with cable because my parents paid for everything, dog. Everything. Yeah. I had Stars, Cinemax, HBO, Showtime. Wow. The whole You sure nine. you guys didn't have a black box? <laughs> I mean, knowing my dad. <laughs> did, did he pay 50 bucks from someone <laughs> on the street? <laughs> um, so that really honestly – that really cultivated my love of movies and my knowledge of movies Yeah, because there was all the movies that we owned, but there was a lot of shit that I watched that just, I was just flipping through the channels and, or, you know, you're just, you just like, you're, you take a nap and you wake up and you're like fucking, you know, the fifth element is on and you're right. like, Oh, this is awesome. And you just watch it. And then, and then the programming plays it like six times. Yeah. So then you're like, Oh, that movie, 
that I caught like half an right. hour of is on again. I get to watch the yeah. whole thing now. You, you Tarantino the movies inevitably. Yeah. yeah. So then you put you piece it together and then you find and then you turn around and you've watched it like eight times by the time that they've moved on to another movie. Mm-hmm. So it's the same thing. Like all these movies that I can think of, like like Who Framed Roger Rabbit and like mm-hmm. like, like just movies that they just threw on there and I'm like what the fuck what is this you know it's like and uh saving private ryan was one of them where like uh, you know uh, my dad didn't take us to the theater it wasn't like a but it was it was on one of them i can't remember which one but it was on one of them like a lot yeah and i remember watching it and not understanding the violence. Are you sure you weren't just watching Band of Brothers? <laughs> no. <laughs> this movie's really not long. Why does it keep going? <laughs> no. Um, and uh, the the level of violence. Even even if, I don't know, man. I just I don't I don't know if it's just my the wiring of my brain or the way that my parents raised us, or if it was I don't know, but. I've never in my life seen that kind of violence and thought to downplay it or replicate it Mm -hmm. or it was just, I always, I always knew the line that this was entertainment, that this was a Mm -hmm. movie and that war was real. Yeah. Maybe because I'm from a military family. Sure. Yeah. That helps. But that, that stuff like, watching it i was like this is awesome yeah when i was a kid and i always knew that there was that line but now as an adult i watched that trailer and it finally kind of clicks where it's like man a real person got their fucking shit rocked out there you know what i mean that scene in the trailer where they take the flamethrowers to the bunker Mm -hmm. i was like god damn that's violent that's (laughs) fucked up (laughs) that's so fucked up and uh i don't know i guess i just had this really weird realization in the middle of watching that that i was like it took me 32 years but like i watched something like that (laughs) now and i'm finally like whoa war's bad (laughs) it's really (laughs) it's i think it's just the level of empathy yeah has grown over the years sure sure because i still understand that line but there, I don't know. I guess there's a level to it where it's like it's not just, and I guess that's why I posed that question to you because mm-hmm. it's something that I've wondered about a lot. Yeah. In in these in recent years of what, seeing movies like that and wondering like, can we can we ever actually have a message in movies like that? Because they're movies. Sure. So they're made to be a thing watched. And a, th- a thing to be enjoyed is not a good word, but like experienced. Yeah, it, it, it's entertainment. It's yeah. entertainment in the way that like, and I mean to a much lesser extent, but like The Last of Us is entertainment. It's an incredibly stressful experience. Mm-hmm. It's very dark. It's very grim. And you don't feel good after playing it, but yeah. it's exhilarating. And it's it's still like, it's still entertainment at the end of the day. Yeah. So, I mean, notch that up by a million because it, it it's based off of real things that happened um and it's not this sci-fi story but you know it it um i don't know it's it's it, it's hard to say what everyone will get out of it themselves but hopefully there's enough infused i i, I think the biggest thing is like the especially with world war 1 I, I think is used as a case a uh, case point for the fact that so much of war is random and pointless. Hmm. The idea of going over, uh, you know, the the top to run into no man's land just to get shot down. You know, we're not going to take it. And it, it, you know, if if we do, there's another no man's land ahead of us. You know, like it's it's pointless. It's just slaughter for for nothing. Yeah. At the end of the day, um, so. I think that's why I see you so much, but I mean, I I hope to to get something out of it because the again the source material is so good at doing that. So we'll yeah. see from what the trailer shows, it will live up to that, and from what I've heard, it should live up to that. So my expectations are high, not trash for me, not trash, certainly not trash. Very good. 
Very so let's good. move along. Move it on. Move it on. Uh, all right. So we also, lastly, for our cinema, cinema. side of this, um, is the Secret Invasion, which is a Disney Plus TV <clears throat> limited series. Yeah, because they uh, they're not getting all those stars back for two <laughs> no. for another season. No, absolutely not. Mm-mm. Um, I mean, yeah, that's the biggest thing I I was kind of wowed by in that trailer was production value. It looked like they were finally like, okay, let's give these guys a little bit more time to work on the CG. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I mean, you got Amelia Clark, you got Me- Ben Mendelsohn, Kobe Smulders. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson, Olivia Coleman, <clears throat> Don Cheadle, Martin Freeman. I mean, incredible. And, ha- and Kingsley Ben Adir. Mar- Martin Freeman and how impressed I am with his American accent. I, th- I don't know if I talked about that on the podcast. I'm not sure you did. I'm, I'm working on a list of the English actors with the best American accent. Yeah. You should open up to British in general. Oh, yeah, sure. They're, yeah, yeah, all, yeah. Welsh actors, Scottish actors. Right, right, right. Good point. Good point. Yeah. Good point. Um, I think he has a top five American accent. I mean, it's good. It's very good. Just off the top of my head, it's, it's very good. There, there's some people who they don't slip. Yeah. He doesn't slip. Yeah. Daniel Kaluuya does not slip. No, no. I thought for certain. I was for certain that he was just an American actor that I just never heard of before Get Out. Yeah. Yeah. It's really he's, good. And, it's and so good. Not only that, but he's gotten different American dialects yeah. too. That the his his like deep southern style of speaking as well. Like to the point where I'm like, What? <laughs> What'd you say? <coughs> yeah. Uh, he's fantastic. Yeah, he's great. great. And John Boyega also. John Boyega, of course. Yeah. So of course. Obviously that's that's three of my list. Um, Idris Elba not in the list. No, unfortunately not. <laughs> I love Idris Elba, but it just uh, doesn't make not the list. in the list. No. no. <laughs> All right, sorry. Good. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. Um, So the so you went through the the cast, yeah. But I mean, action packed, action fueled, Marvel shit. Yeah, yeah. basically. I I will say, I have no idea what's going on. I haven't seen like the last couple of projects that been going on with Marvel. So yeah, I'm not uh, really sure where we stand at this point. I mean, as far as Fury's concerned, he's been gone. He's yeah, he's just been in space with yeah. the Orky Blorks or whatever the fuck they're. I don't yeah. know what they're called. Yeah, and, that's uh, what they're called. The Orky Blorks. Yeah. No, they're. I know that they're important. I just can't. Rem- I just can't for the life of me remember what their what the race is called. I prefer Orky Blorks. <laughs> so. Yeah, he's he's been off fucking around doing God knows what. In space. I mean, I, I hope that there's like an episode that just fully explains the motivation behind having him just not be around for like five, six movies because he's in space. Yeah, I don't think there is. And then he just comes back. Well, because I don't think there is a good reason. 
because <laughs> yeah. they because it seemed like it was just played for comedic effect and then they had to like now they're like ah oh, fuck yeah what do we do with that yeah i mean yeah he was on vacation basically but uh yeah. it turns out more was afoot yeah so you know let me take that back i guess the the main reason why he was up there was probably because of the invasion the secret invasion that he knew was coming right and that he's been working to prevent yeah but now he's back on Earth. Right. So he fails and has to come back to Earth to help with the invasion. Sure. Fight against the invasion. Sure. I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I am not to say that I'm getting exhausted with the Marvel stuff, but I am getting to a point where I'm like, how much do I need to keep up with? Like, do I need to watch all those? I yeah. just do. I need to watch Miss Marvel and She-Hulk and fucking uh, uh Whatever, uh, whatever else new shit that they come out yeah. with, I want. I mean, I'm gonna watch She Hulk and Miss Marvel. I'm gonna watch those things because I'm just into. But like, do I need to watch them to make sense of the rest of this shit? Yeah. I hope not. Probably because I still have not seen the Eternals. <laughs> me neither. <laughs> <laughs> I have no desire to. There's nothing there for me. I don't man. care. Nothing I, there. I really don't care. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sure it's a fine movie. I'm sure it's fun enough or good enough. I just don't care. Yeah. I just don't. You know, I actually haven't even gotten to uh, Ragnarok. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. But not Ragnarok. Uh, Love and Thunder. Love and Thunder. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Hint? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, Love and Thunder looks like a fun movie. And uh, I know it's now on Disney Plus, and I still just haven't sat down. I haven't to... gotten to it. Uh, just because it feels so, like, unnecessary. Uh, I know it's going to be a fun enough i know it's going to be good and entertaining and funny but i just i don't know i don't need it i don't Which need kinda it kind right of brings now. me to the trailer man i i, I don't <clears throat> i'm gonna say this i'm gonna say trash here's the thing here's why i say trash okay not because it doesn't look good okay but i'm not excited about this and nothing in the trailer except for the cast, made me excited to watch this show. Mm -hmm. So, by rule, <laughs> to me, it trash. it's trash. I respect it. I'm going to say not trash uh, because I am getting... I'm getting the feel of some more of the, like, grounded and more important... Uh, MCU of old yeah. from the trailer, which I like. I hope so. It's giving me good vibes. I hope so, because that's... Yeah. It looks a little Winter Soldier-ish, which, you know, is only a positive. Yeah. So, I'm excited to see what comes of it. I mean, Samuel L. Jackson, I would, I would love to see an entire TV show based on him alone. That's true. Um, so, I say not trash, but we'll see if the show is trash or not yeah yeah all right let's move out of this cinematic universe and into the video games and how uh you know some some exciting stuff has happened there yes right so there was a playstation state of play and as i leaked just now mm. <laughs> there was uh a one more thing a one and more. um which was the latest god of war ragnarok trailer trailer uh so we got our first like extensive look at what the game looks like and it looks pretty good boy howdy it looks pretty good yeah uh so atreus is older now mm -hmm. seems like a preteen or early teenager <clears throat> um yeah he's got that quintessential um preteen voice it's uh it's it's giving me T two, seriously. Yeah. Anytime a character gets older, and they're like fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, yeah. it's like they just have the same tenor of mm -hmm. their voice. Yeah. Doesn't or timber rather mm -hmm. that just it, it's uh, timber it's, timber. It's the same. It's always the same fucking. Whether it's a fucking cartoon character that gets older, or an actor, yeah. or what, or a voice actor, or a character, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's the same. Adventure time. Yeah. It's, yeah. just, it's like the same kid. Yeah. It's the same person doing oh, Actually, it's probably a grown-ass woman doing <laughs> these voices. true. Yeah. <laughs> if it's anime, it's certainly it's is. definitely a grown-ass woman. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, I I say that jokingly, but it really did give me Terminator Two vibes. Yeah, because it's like gruff, strong dad, and yeah. you know, uh, boy growing into man. Boy, boy, boy. Um, yeah, we got some boy. looks at some. Of, <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. We got some <laughs> looks at some of the uh, enemy variety, which looks really good. Very, very varied. Yeah. And uh, same with the environments. You're gonna. It looks like it's gonna be. <coughs> there's snowy levels. There's like underwater. There's, uh, uh, you know, the usual Norse-ish environments that we're used to from the last game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I don't know how much more you can ask for. Yeah. He he fights Thor at the end. Yeah. It's awesome. Looks goddamn amazing. Yes. So he throws his axe at Mjolnir. Mjolnir. Yeah. I uh pre-juiced up on it. Yeah. 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 I there's not a lot of games right now that I'm like I need to play that. I need it. God of War, Ragnarok. <laughs> yeah. I need to yeah. get my hands on that. It's this the first game that I'm like really really juiced up about mm-hmm. on to be able to play on PS5. Yeah. Mean Devil May Cry looks great. I'm yeah. having a I'm having a good time. I was gonna check in on you with that. I actually took a little break. Okay. And I try here's the thing. So no. uh oh. I try, I hear excuses coming. I tried uh-huh. to play Call of Call of Duty again. Mm-hmm. I said that that having these narrative driven games would, would and they have. Yeah. And what's worse is I play the games now, Call of Duty. I try to jump into a game of Warzone, and I'm just like, I'm more, when I was only playing Warzone, I was obviously frustrated, but that was just the name of the game. Now that I have options, (laughs) I'm even angrier. I'll play for like 20 minutes, and then I'm like, why am I doing this? What's my motivation? Yeah, there's nothing. (laughs) Exactly. What am I fighting for? So I'm just like, fuck this game. Fuck this game, and fuck these people, and fuck Activision. And and anybody involved with like letting the game continue to suck. Yeah. Fuck that game. Okay. So you came back. <laughs> I need Warzone two. Yeah. You know? And I need I need Overwatch two and I need I need more like competitive online games so that I don't have to play Warzone anymore. Yeah. It, I like Apex. Is Overwatch two not out yet? Not out yet. Mm. Okay. Overwatch one and a half was out for a while. Two's not out yet. Okay. I need Maybe I'll just maybe I'll just do like all the other streamers and switch to switch to Apex. Apex is fun. Yeah, yeah. I, and I, I like dabbled. Juan was saying, we need to we need to jump in there. We do need to. I still haven't won yet. Juan <laughs> will carry us to a win. I, uh, he, we got a win. It was me, him, and and a, and a rando, and we got a win. Yeah. I think I think we would only have to play for a little bit. I think we could get a win. I think yeah, we yeah. could eke one out. Hey, I I jumped in with two randos. One of them was even scrubbier than me, which is saying a lot. Yeah. And one of them was like god tier. Yeah. And he carried us to second place. Yeah. So I think we could. It do can it. happen. I think easily we could. It do could it. happen. Yeah. Yeah. I believe. I believe in us. I believe in us. Yeah. Do you believe in the God of War, though? Fantastically so. Yes, I am very excited. Again, another property that I didn't need to see anything to be excited sure. about. But yeah. having seen what I've seen, I'm like, this game's going to fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not trash. Yeah. Hopefully in a quick time event, you know? Yeah. Like, like the old Hell games. Yeah. Atreus, stand outside. <laughs> you don't want to see this. <laughs> Let the boy watch. <laughs> <laughs> Boy. Throwback for you guys. Um, yes, not trash. Emphatically not trash. He will learn like my father. <laughs> and his father before him. Yeah. <laughs> I said no. <laughs> All right. I think that's it for Trailer Trash. And that's it for this episode, really. Right? Yeah, pretty much. All right. Well, before we get out of here, we have to do one last thing or two more things. One of the most important things of this show, and that is the cheers of the week. So, Obi, would you like to start us off? I would love to. All right. My cheers of the week goes to uh, an underground rapper. Um, I don't know if you've heard of him, but I just got really into him. Uh, Mark Wadupa. <laughs> I really honestly didn't know where you were going with that. <laughs> it's like, called who is, who is this who you're talking it's about? That I've not heard of. Uh, hmm. 
and I am going to forfeit my cheers of the week for you to plug your new music, my friend. <laughs> That's very kind of you. <laughs> yes. That's very kind, very kind. Do I just not do a cheers now? No, no, my you cheers had nothing cheers. to do with you. No, no, it's, it's <laughs> fine. I have me. nothing to promote currently. I want you to have your 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 spot here. <clears throat> well, thank you very much. Yes. Okay. Well, I address the people. Uh, I got a new song out. The new hustle. Mm-hmm. That's what it's called. Produced by my boy Dill the Pistol. Dill the Pill. Uh, LA-based producer who I uh, connected with over Instagram. Actually, um, he's based in LA. And uh, I just saw it's funny. I don't even think he knows this. So if he listens to the episode, uh, this is how I, I he was. I saw him in a in just a random comment section behind the music. And and I was just like, uh, I was doing this. I was going through different because producers will sometimes they'll jump into rappers' comment section and be like, listen to my beats, listen sure. to my beats. Yeah, and yeah. nine times out of ten, they're terrible. And I was like, I was just going through comments, just listening to these guys' beats, and I'm like, listen. You're not going to get Kanye West to respond, but you know who will respond? This guy. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I listened to his beats, and I was like, this guy's really good. He's got a really good ear for us. Uh, he's, he's talented, very talented guy. So uh, um, at, Dil, at Dill Pistol, Dill the Pistol. Go on my Instagram. You'll find him. He's on there. Okay. I'm sorry. I don't remember. I can't remember his fucking username off the top of sure. my head. Um, but uh, I'll pull it up. I was going to say. I'll pull it up. That's, if that's only there was a way for us to that. verify this. <laughs> Let me pull it up. Hold on just a moment. Hold on. Dill. At Dill Pistol. D-I-L-L Pistol. P-I-S-T-O-L. At Dill Pistol. Um, fantastic artist. Uh, very talented. Produced the beat. And uh, he's got a couple of joints on the on the project. No time like the present. Uh, this is the first time I'm actually talking about like the contents of the record. It's like a couple of newer, couple of new songs, mm-hmm. a couple of older songs, couple of like you know in between. Like I have a song that's based that I wrote during the pandemic that I was like, what am I gonna do with this? And that's basically the entire concept around the album. Obviously, no time like the present is a very literal title mm-hmm. in that fuck it i'm holding on to these songs and i'm like they're good songs and i'm like when am i going to put these out okay no, no time like right now to just just let the people listen to them do you have a date for that i do not not yet okay because i'm putting the finishing touches on some of the and uh so i don't want to commit to a date and then not have it out by that sure. date. Sure. do you so. have a window that people can expect it yes uh i'd say what we're at we're mid mid-september I will definitely put it out in October. Okay. One million percent is coming out next You heard month. it here first, folks. Yeah. Okay. So there you go. Very nice. Thank you. I appreciate that. Of course. Of course. You deserve it. It's an earworm. It's been stuck in my head. <laughs> and I hate you for it. Yes. Yes. That's yeah. what we want. That's what we want. Yeah. All right. My cheers of the week. Uh, goes. It's still music related. It goes to uh, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Hmm. Um, how much of King Giz have you listened to? A lot. Yeah? Yeah. Good. Big fan. They're so good. Yeah. So when I went and to... they're also like five bands yeah, in one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're Transformers. It's crazy. It's great. You yeah. go through their projects and you're like, this can't be the same band. Yeah. How are they still... How are they doing this? Yeah. I, when we went to Bonnaroo, uh, shout out to my boy, Chris Belcher. He commented on one of my posts and he was like I, I said something about the the who we were seeing and he was like you have to see king giz over disclosure and at the time i knew more about disclosure than sure. i knew about king gizzard mm-hmm. and i was like really and he's like trust me sure enough i listened to his advice and i went to see them and i was like holy shit yeah. this is incredible yeah this it was jealous a, i haven't seen him live oh man it was yeah. It was a, it was a, and I mean, you know, they they have a slot at a festival, so they can't get through. I mean, they have twenty albums, yeah. <laughs> like they can't get through all yeah. of it. So it's just this like, this whirlwind of of music, and it was amazing. And I was like, this band's awesome. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so then I started. I I'm I'm only halfway through their disc- discography, and I've been doing this for a minute. Yeah, <laughs> like trying to get. You're gonna be it. there for a while. Yeah. I mean, every I mean. Not every album is like a you know five out of five, but sure. they're all they're all pretty close. They're all like really. There's not one that a, excuse me so far that hasn't been 
uh, an enjoyable experience. They're yeah. they're the, they're a fucking and they've been doing this for for the better part of the last decade. Yeah, they're fantastic and prolific. Prolific is an understatement for how how long because they've been around for a while, but it looks like they should have been around twice as long. Yeah, as as they have been. Their output is like two and a half albums every year. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Which is pretty crazy for, like, a rock band. Yeah. Quote, rock band. Well, to do that and to keep the quality as high as it sure. is, that's the thing. Like, Well, and to, I, to innovate, too. Like, yeah. to change their sound up so much. Yeah. And you can tell, like, they have, like, seasons within their music. Yeah. Like, it shifts over time. And it goes back to different places. And, and it goes into a completely different direction at one point. And then, you know, like, it, it's such an interesting... Uh, I, I need to do what you're doing. I, ha- I haven't done that. We'll go through the discography this, oh, from yeah, beginning yeah. to end. Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't done that yet. <clears throat> I caught on to them like maybe f- four years ago mm. or so and just kind of picked up from there. Yeah. And kind of gone along for the ride since. And I, I don't think I've listened to their most recent album. Uh, but I mean, yeah, I, I count myself among the fans. Yeah. So, well, they just put out an EP, which is. A loosely defined word for what it is. It's like a 12-minute song. It's one song. Sure. And they've yeah. called it an EP. It's not really an EP. But I guess technically it would be one side of a full record. Right. Um, so I guess, I mean, with a, with, a, with a B-side, that'd be more of a single than an EP. Unless the record is... Unless it continues... You're getting really technical right now? Yeah, you're right. I want you to know that. <laughs> I don't think they care. No, no, probably Just not. Just letting you know. Um, but anyway, yeah, so... If you haven't already, can get don't don't be dismayed by the weird band name. Even the band members know that it's sure, a weird name. Of course, yeah. But uh, it's they're 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 awesome. Yeah. So. Jump in, sample around. You may not like some of it. You may love some of the other stuff. They have an album that's basically just the the soundtrack to uh, an imaginary western. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. I love I love their uh, their metal album. Yeah, it's so good. They have like a they have like a a bossa nova influenced album. It's like in their earlier stuff. It's it's just so yeah. good. It's so good. Goes okay, places. goes places. <laughs> All right, let's uh let's uh let's 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 talk about these brewskis, brother. Let's talk about these brewskis. What tonight that we had was the that wasn't a sentence at all. What, what tonight, tonight we that had. we had. Uh, tonight, we had the Swinetoberfest mm-hmm. from the Ravenous Brewing Company. Obi, what did you think of this beer? Uh, I guess you gotta call me Piggy Piggy Pig because <laughs> I'm drinking it up. <laughs> Put this in my swill bucket. I'll drink it all. Up. <laughs> oh my god, I hate you so much, man. I hate you so much. Uh, I think it's it's fantastic. It's it's one of the best uh, Oktoberfests locally that I've had. Um, I have to obviously go around and compare now that I've said that. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I find very little fault with this Oktoberfest. I think it's it's very uh, <clears throat> representational of what an October Oktoberfest should be, um, which is you know a little sweet, a little light. Uh, very drinkable, but uh, hefty enough to kind of gird your loins for that fall season. <laughs> and I'm sure it pairs very well with all of the uh, very tasty things that you can get at Ravenous Pig. Um, I'm going to give it a five and a half. I love it. I think it's great. I think it's fantastic. It doesn't have that X factor to give it a six, I will say. Mm. But it is exactly what it's going out to be in my opinion and at a 5.6 percent you know you can it's not exactly crushable but you can enjoy plenty of these or one big one for which is what probably most people are going to do sure yeah i ah man i thought you were gonna i thought you were gonna do it because i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it wow i'm doing it Giving it, I'm giving it the six out of six. <laughs> nice. I'm giving this a perfect score. I, I mean, for the same reasons, I, 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 I agree with what you're saying. Yeah. That 
there isn't that like standout X Factor thing sure. that y- you would require to push it past a five and a half. Sure. What yeah. you're saying makes perfect sense. In my opinion, I can't think of anything that it could do differently. Yeah. That would prevent it from being a perfect Marzen, like perfect Oktoberfest mm-hmm. beer. This is something that uh, I will definitely buy more of, mm-hmm. especially when Oktoberfest like actually comes around. If uh, I don't know if we're gonna carry, I don't know if we're gonna have this on draft at Red Light, but if we do, I'm gonna. I'm just going to just demolish it. I'm just going to do bad, <laughs> bad things to this. It's fantastic. Yeah. Nice biscuity, kind of toasty finish. Yeah. Slightly sweet, mostly crispy, very drinkable. I mean, I just I can't think of anything that I don't like about it. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm giving it the perfect score. I, I respect it. I, I kind of wish I went that far, too. <laughs> I thought you were going to. Yeah. I thought you were going to. With the with the, with the pigginess in the front, I really did. I really did think. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> oh fuck it! This is six. Exactly. I'm giving it. <laughs> I'm giving it a six. Just do it. Just I'm do it. It, it deserves six. it. It deserves oh, it. Oh, the peer pressure. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. I, 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 I honestly agree with everything you said, and I just want more of it. Yeah. I just wish there was yeah. more. I think that's the other than your your impassioned speech. That's that's what pushed me over the edge. Is it it's not over the top, but it shouldn't be as an Oktoberfest. Yeah, Oktoberfest. You know, you're you're meant to have a giant thing of these things and enjoy tons of food. Yeah, and that's what this is perfect for. Mm-hmm. Perfect for. Therefore, a six. Boom. Yes. There you go. I can't agree more. All right. <clears throat> well, my friend, do you think we got it? I know we got it. Well, then let's get the fuck out of here. This has been the One Bear In podcast for myself, Marco Dupa, and for Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Oink, oink. Thank you guys for listening. Drink delicious beer and have yourself a beautiful evening. We love you. <laughs>